This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Wow, thanks everybody. What an exciting it's uh it's uh the month of December, so it's always an exciting time when uh anyone takes time out of their busy whatever holiday you celebrate schedule and come down to listen to me talk about movies with uh my comedian friends. So thank you those of you that are here. Those of you that are not here, fuck you for not coming down. <laughs> Yeah, I'm harsh on the people that aren't here. <laughs> I give them a pretty hard time. Uh, welcome. Uh, that was uh, the theme song, of course, as always, is by uh, Hard and Firm. Uh, check them out in a comedy club or concert arena hall at your earliest convenience. Uh, and we are coming to you not live from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. 
in front of a live audience. Uh, there they are. Um, so check out other shows at UCB. Go to ucbtheater.com on the internet. And, of course, you can't go to ucbtheater.com off the internet. So please, please stick to doing it on the internet. Uh, as regular listeners and live audience members may have noticed, I've been ending each show with a different uh, phrase, you know, trying to find my version of we'll see you at the movies or save us the aisle seats, which I think is really not fair for Ebert and Roper to say save us the aisle seats because those are good seats. And <laughs> what, they're not going to show up. That's weird. Like every time you sit down, you got to save a seat for somebody that's not coming. <laughs> they live in Chicago. But um, so of my closing lines, my favorite so far is shut up during the movie or I will murder you. <laughs> that's pretty good, right? But a few weeks ago, I cracked myself up silly, uh, as you may recall, by saying uh, that someone should make a bumper sticker that says Willem Dafoe is a shithead. <laughs> I'm already laughing again because it doesn't make any sense at all. I, I don't know Willem Dafoe. He's a good actor with a, you know, spells his first name weirdly. And he has a skeletal, skeletal face. And uh, so there's no reason to say Willem Dafoe is a shithead. But it makes me laugh. So, and, and that's in a dead heat with I also really like Barbara Stanwyck is a shithead. But... Um, Anyway, so I, I decided I really want this Willem Dafoe is a shithead thing to, to catch on. So that's going to be, I'm going to close every show with that from now on. <laughs> All right. So that, so that business aside, we've got a lot of business to take care of uh, today. Uh, my guest today is uh, our first repeat guest on I Love Movies. And that's why the turnout is so great. He's... He's such a goddamn delight to talk to that I asked him to come back, and I'm particularly interested to hear what he has to say about today's special topic, which you'll hear about momentarily. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Paul F. Tompkins. Give it up. We'll sweeten that later. So it Hi, sounds Doug. bigger. You can go ahead and there you go. I will wow, go you're ahead. good. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for uh, having the very last water that the facility has. They ran out of water, so I have to drink a Sprite. Oh, for, oh shit. I didn't mean to plug a, for, a beverage on the air. For God so loved the I'm world. I'm drinking a Shasta, I meant to say. Yeah, give them a hand. <laughs> Poor Shasta. Oh, shit. And it's a gag. It's a gag can. It's spilled all over Hey, me. when did Fanta get so much money that they could advertise on TV with big, splashy commercials? I don't know. It's, they hired four girls. But so they obviously outfits, have a lot of money in outfits. It costs money to get on television with advertising. Yeah, no, I don't know how they did it. But it's crazy. I know. I know. I, I want a Fanta. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Paul, last week's show featured a what I like to call a cliffhanger. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait to have heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Guest Wayne Fetterman and I were playing you... the Leonard Malton game, which I do at the end of every show mm -hmm. with every guest, mm -hmm. even Wayne Fetterman. Mm -hmm. And he was listing off the even Wayne Federer. He was listing off the cast of a movie, mm -hmm. and uh, the name of which I'm not going to repeat now. And please, anyone in the audience who knows, don't yell it out, because he listed off a cast of a movie where it took all the way to the the main actor, the penultimate actor. <laughs> no, the absolute last actor isn't penultimate second to last. Yeah. Oh, the the last person. The think? last person. 
I went all the way to the last person. That's, I don't appreciate that at all. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate how excited your voice got. And that's why I mimicked it. Just my the voice. Last person. Just my voice. It went all the way to the last person, and I then had to think for a second, and people were yelling out clues. It was really <laughs> ugly. And I finally got it. <laughs> I finally well, this got is it. unprecedented, right? Like, well, yeah. I mean, uh, sometimes I. That's sometimes, why I just explain what unprecedented meant. <laughs> sometimes it goes. <laughs> you have to these days. You always have to you follow really up do. a big word with. It's true. The what the it definition means. in conversation. Yes, it's great to be here on this occasion. I mean, this special night, that kind of thing. So, uh, the definition of occasion. It isn't. I don't think so. It's not a special. Well, yeah, I guess it doesn't have to be night. Because you would say special occasion. This is a special occasion. Oh, you're right. So it's not special or night. So I don't know what occasion means. <laughs> I just know that it's probably never, that word has never been in the title of a movie. Wait, so you eventually got the movie, right? I eventually got it, but we decided, or I decided, we, <laughs> we. I decided to create a cliffhanger for the audience and not say it. Wow. <laughs> Save it for this episode. So you got it off pod. I, I thought of it on pod and then decided to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. And, like, people were yelling. One guy was yelling out. One audience member kept yelling out frogs, which is not a clue that makes any sense at all to me. It still doesn't. And I've seen the movie, parts of it. Mm-hmm. And, all right. So, But it is an amazing cast to, for me to not get it. Okay. So I'm going to run it by you and see if you can get it. All right. All right. And it'll be it'll be great if you can't. Okay. Mm. Ellen Ellen Barkin. Okay. See, immediate, there's an immediate loop there because mm. what movie is Ellen Barkin? Why is she the last been person? The twelfth person listed. What? Oh, the year. Oh, was, thank you very much. Thank you. The year, of course, is 1998. Oh, fairly recent. The audience is on top recent. of it. And I'll give you another clue. Less than a decade. I'll give you another clue that I didn't have. Okay. Wayne gave me the dumbest clue. First of all, he said. He goes, uh, it was uh, shot in uh, Super 35. <laughs> so I was obsessed with Super 35 the is whole time. Is that even a like, thing? I, that's what I mean. <laughs> Super I was like, what is Super 35? And I could not stop thinking about it. I guess 35 is the standard. That's all I can gather So this from was that. Super 35. Oh, they really went all out. Yeah. <laughs> this is an occasion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Ellen Barkin, Harry Dean Stanton, Michael Jeter, rest in peace. <laughs> Christina Ricci. Is this making any sense to you? Not yet. Okay. Gary Busey. Mm. Flea. Ugh. I'm not telling you to leave. I'm saying Flea <laughs> is a man's name. Lyle Lovett. The player? No. No, that I guessed every goddamn Altman movie, so don't even try. Um, Rest his peace also. Big Lebowski? No, I think keep I guessed going. that also. Going, this is good. Going. I love that I'm proving that it's a hard one. Cameron Diaz. Sure, I know who she is. Uh, Penn Gillette. You know that loud mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I didn't realize I felt that strongly about Ben Gillette. I know, me neither. I didn't think about that reaction that just came out of me. I'm totally with you. There was a time when I loved him. him. There was a time when I loved him, but he's gotten a little overbearing. Did you see him on Celebrity Poker? Oh, yeah. That was the single most annoying Celebrity Poker You could feel the hatred from the other players. Yeah, he's worse than Kathy Najimy. Yeah, I like their show, the Showtime show. Yeah, those guys are good. And it's all 
call him because that other dude doesn't say anything. Right, but somehow him talking so much is okay when the other guy is not saying anything. But when he's with it's other true. people that deserve to speak, yeah, you don't need to be up. talking that much. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Shut up, Pendulette. It's being taken care of. You're like meatloaf without the singing. Uh, Tim Thomerson. What? I know. Throwback. 1998 or 1898? <laughs> <laughs> uh, train going into a tunnel. It was shot in super kaleidoscope. <laughs> a rocket land on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Lady trying on a, a dress. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mark Harmon. It's not summer school. The uh, deliberate stranger. Catherine Helmond. Holy macaroni. I know. Isn't this a weird one? I started guessing, uh, 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 I, I was thinking Brazil at that point, but that was wrong. Um, obviously, Tim Thomason isn't in Brazil. Uh, he may have vacationed there. Craig Bierko. I didn't even know he was in the a movie before floor? 1999. I thought of that one, too. Nope. We're not, uh, even, we're not all, even at I'm, the top yet. I'm all tapped out on Bierko movies now. We're not. I know. There's not a lot to choose from. Cinderella 1998. Man? Toby Maguire. Like, this is ridiculous how not great, how storm. crazy this cast is. No, not the ice storm the with Flea and Lyle I'm Lovett. I'm angry now. <laughs> it, it made me angry. That's why I love that you're having the same reaction. Uh, and now and also the stupid frogs clue is in my head, and it's not helping at all. And Super 35 doesn't help. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that back. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then here's where we start to get, like... When did I see Flea in the, Super 35? There's only two names left. Okay. Uh, Benicio Del Toro. Does that do it for you? Not that uh, thing with Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> no, Way of the that, Gun? No. Not that. No, because we would have wow. hit Sarah Silverman and uh, Tay Diggs by now, if it was that one. Uh, okay, and finally, <laughs> this is it. This is what happened to me. All right. Johnny fucking Depp. Frogs. <laughs> Super 35. Frog. Here's another clue. It's not Brazil. <laughs> um, but it's from the same man that brought you the genius of Brazil. It's not Nick Terry time. Gilliam. Oh, Lost in La Mancha? <laughs> no. Why would all those oh, people be in Las Vegas? Vegas? Yeah, fear and loathing. I don't in Las know Vegas. why. Why would all those people be in fear and loathing in Las Vegas? I know. Can you believe it? Did you have you ever seen the movie? Boo! <laughs> have you ever seen the movie? Yes, I saw it's it. It's awful, right? That's how much I retained from it. The audience last time was also mad at me that I thought that movie was awful. Really? Yeah. Just the ones in the front row. Leonard Maltin gave it bomb. On a scale of one to four, he <laughs> called it bomb. <laughs> Which bomb isn't fair. If a movie makes money, you can't be, call it a bomb, can you? It's also weird because Leonard Maltin loves drugs. He really does. And frogs. Loves drugs. Why did somebody say frogs? Because I, people turn into lizards? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> quit, quit banging the microphone. Fucking made me angry. Frogs! I yeah, can picture that. The guy was really insistent. That was. Is that person here? Yeah, he was sitting right up front, and he was yelling frogs. I think he was yelling drugs. Oh, maybe really? he yelled drugs. <laughs> no, he said that, too. He said drugs also, but drugs I... Drugs and frogs! <laughs> I didn't say drugs, because that's actually a good clue. Yeah, drugs would have... Yeah. It's not a bad clue. Frogs. Briefcase! Excruciating adaptation <laughs> of Hunter S. Thompson's 1971 book. Which defined the counterculture of its day. Yeah. Which, well, once you... But that's a compliment in the middle of calling it a bomb. But anyway, it's horrible. 
nothing to compliment about. It was a book. horrible thing that happened. Thanks to Wayne Fetterman. Thanks, Wayne Fetterman. And we we settled that it's that I'm not the only one who Ugh. doesn't remember that all those people were in that movie. <laughs> I mean, I do now, but at the t- when I, I was, vaguely when we remember playing, Christina I remember. Ricci. I don't remember Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire was like no, some hippie kid not, they picked up not. on the road. Let's not. Let's not relive it. It's let's bad not get into had that experience. Carried I a, over from last week. I have a new beef to to drag you. All right, into. hold on. Before you get to your beef, yes, uh, with your closing thing, um, do you remember when Cisco and Eber would say, "Until next week, the balcony is closed," <laughs> right? Which is even more. Well, that's even worse than save us the aisle seats. <laughs> Were the they going to make out in the balcony? <laughs> they like put up the closed signs and they have exactly. it to themselves. You you forgot the wink Gene Siskel would give. <laughs> at the yeah. end. the balcony is closed. Get it. Yeah. There's a sock on the door of the balcony. Cancer patients only in the balcony. Oh, and then he died. Oh, I like. I really. I. I've. I really like Siskel and Ebert. The two of them together. And I, I did too. I've never gotten over it. I did too. Like I know. It. Roper's I know. lame, and when they argue, I'm just like Ebert's right, and he's never right. <laughs> no, he's lost his mind. <laughs> like Siskel used to keep him in line. It's now he's true. just like. You know, two thumbs up for Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so here's my new beef. Uh, to coincide with the release of, of uh, Casino Royale, which came out a few weeks ago, Entertainment Weekly, or as I call it, you, made a list ranking the previous 20 James Bond movies. Uh, I've seen every one. Then my you. letter worked. They did make that list. You asked them oh, to do that? Oh, of course. It'd been driving me crazy. How did your letter go? Dear Entertainment Weekly. Ew. I have a bet with a friend. <laughs> he says I'm not stupid. I'll prove that guy wrong. Could you please rank the James Bond movies in an arbitrary fashion? Love me. <laughs> well, Love me. Well, they... D- <laughs> and it turned into a plea for it. And they didn't print your letter because they, they need a name. That's right. And, but That's instead, right. they went. Okay, they had their mission papers. That's right. And they went out and they made a oh. list. Ranking, there was 20 movies before. There's 20 official James Bond movies. Never Say Never Again with Sean Connery doesn't count for some reason. Nor does the first Casino Royale with Peter Sellers and Woody Allen as James Bond. They both played James Bond. As did David and Niven. And David Niven and probably seven other people. Mm-hmm. It was directed by five dudes. Yeah. Well, how can you name that, two how of them? How that not work? <laughs> uh, I can only I, think of two. I remember John Huston, and I don't remember. Otto oh, Preminger? that's a good one. I don't know. Somebody named Val Guest. I think he went on to direct a few more James Bond movies. All the biggest comedy people. And Orson Welles was credited also, I believe. Oh, sure. I think. Because he's in it doing magic, (laughs) which is great. Magic in a motion picture. Great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's going, how did that that happen? Because it's a motion picture. (laughs) No one's like, wow, I can't believe he made that disappear. Surely there was one Oh, what they do, cut and take it out of the shot? (laughs) That's how they made it disappear. (laughs) All right. Um... So you haven't seen Casino Royale, you told me backstage. I did not, but uh, I was at a movie theater recently, and um, it was playing there, and uh, they Close couldn't enough. Fit, they, couldn't fit, <laughs> they couldn't fit all of Royale on there, so yeah. it just said, Casino Roy. And it made me, it made me think of like... It's one of the greatest card of players those, of all time. Like, well, it made me think of one of those really precious British comedies, like the Full Monty or whatever, that are all the same. Reese Ifans is Casino Roy. <laughs> I'm going to save the town. <laughs> casino? You can't have a casino in the town. 
Did, did you see? That guy was in two movies. Yeah. That were completely fucked up for two different reasons. Danny Deck One chair. movie. Yeah, Danny Deck Chair. <laughs> about a guy By who wants way, to attach I, helium balloons to a deck he chair. He loves doing it. To fly around. I actually town. saw a third of that movie. I saw the first third of that movie. And then I, I, I literally had the feeling of, what am I doing? <laughs> Like what I was at home, I was on cable. Oh, here's this, and then I got about 25 minutes in, and I really felt like, oh, snap out of it! God. Don't watch Danny Deck Chair. Casino Roy has to be on somewhere on cable. <laughs> and then, uh, but then first, he, so first he was in a movie about a guy floating around in a deck chair mm-hmm. who does never, never for way longer than should have happened, and who never falls to his death. No. Then, years later, with Daniel Craig, the new James Bond, yes. he's in a movie about people falling to their death in a, a air balloon, a, a hot air balloon accident. What? Right? Around the world in 79 days? No. <laughs> Around the world in a couple of minutes. <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Oh, I can't think of it right now. It was like... What do you mean you can't think of it well, right now? Well, because the movie should be called Hot Air Balloon Death. <laughs> But it's not because that's not really what it's about. It right. starts off with a hot air balloon death, that's and then true. and then becomes about how two of the survivors who are on the ground trying to save the hot air balloon dyers, mm-hmm. they they have a weird relationship. Uh, the the guy, what's his name, Eves, 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 he, Hoofs Hobson, right, falls in love with Daniel Craig's character because he is handsome. Oh, and then this, stalks him. This is. Uh, Bridget Jones, The Edge of Reason. That's it. Yes. That's the title. I remember seeing commercials. So I had a potential for another cliffhanger, and you blew it. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I really blew it. So All right, so Bob. Anyway, but isn't that weird one. that he's in two mo- One movie, he's floating around in a deck chair and doesn't die. And another movie, some person he doesn't know dies in the first scene right. in, a, in a well-constructed hot air balloon. He's pro-deck chair and anti-hot air balloon. <laughs> shouldn't have been really. a, it shouldn't have been an accident. But since you haven't seen Casino Royale, I can't ask you for your, my first question, which is where would you... Just ask me any question. Where would you... ask you a question. Where would you rank... I need my thirst questioned by this can of soda that I won't mention. <laughs> Into the microphone. Now, this is also the first time you've done this show drunk, right? <laughs> as far as you know. You're in a mood. So I'm having fun. You Sorry. are. It's, it's fun. <laughs> so, where would you put Casino Royale? <laughs> oh, in, in the put, twenty movies, I put it number without even having seen it. Is it only twenty? Well, yeah, that's what they say. Boy, doesn't article. it seem like a million more? It does. It does seem like there should uh, be a lot more. I'm gonna put it number six. Solid Dude, six, right here. I put it six or seven. Number six Solid with a six bullet or seven. from a Walther PPK. Which isn't, you know, six or seven in the pantheon of James Bond movies is not the hugest compliment. <laughs> no, it it's means not. I liked it okay. I think there's a, a steep drop off from one and two, let's say. Well, they all, James Bond movies are made for cable. They're made for TBS or what have you because you can watch a James Bond movie and enjoy it if you have something else to do. Yeah. If you're yeah, doing yeah, your yeah. taxes or whatever. But if you're really sitting watching a James Bond movie, there is a huge lull in almost every single one. Well, it's impossible to do at home. You can't sit and watch a James Bond movie from start to finish at home. Because DVD, after a while, no. you're like, I, why am I sitting still? Yeah. This There's is, stuff I could be doing. This is just not enough. That's the one thing this does have is when the action happens, it's mm. fantastic. Like, really good action. This one seems too serious. It's super serious, but it's got laughs. Because it's serious like Jaws is serious. 
The movie, like, not the James Bond character. Yes, but again, <laughs> nice, nice catch. Thank you. Um, it's serious in that, like, when somebody does say something funny, it's hilarious, right? Because it's kind of a relief because it breaks the tension a little bit. Oh, tension! I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but one of the funniest parts in the movie is when James Bond is dead, and <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Batman comes to his funeral. He's on the brink of death. Mm-hmm. And he comes back from the brink of death, oh, and the first you. thing he says to the person who saved him is, "Are you okay?" And it's really <laughs> funny. It's a really funny thing to say when someone saves you from dying. This is a to a lady. To go, are you okay? All right, so let's go through the list. Does here. he have sex with a lady in this one? No. Yeah, None. He does. Yeah, he does. Unprotected. He does. And guess what? <laughs> Ladies who have sex with James Bond are going to die, or double cross him, or double cross him and die. <laughs> That's all that's going to happen to a lady. Everybody's got their a James type. Bond movie, yeah. No James Bond lady is sticking around for the next one. Mm. So, okay, here we go. First of all, let me run down the yeah, pictures of each of the down. Bonds in this Entertainment Weekly. Sean Connery, picture of him riding a jetpack. Jetpack. George Lazenby, just kind of standing by a bridge. Standing, he's got holding a rail. Roger Moore, he's got a gun. Timothy Dalton, he's got a gun. Big gun. Uh, Daniel Craig, he's got a gun. Pierce Brosnan, getting choked by a bald dude. <laughs> a bald dude doesn't even have a shirt on. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's a little really embarrassing a little death. Skewed. It's, it's a little skewed. It is. Well, I, I would Literally skew it that him. way as well. Pierce Brosnan is not my least favorite Bond. Casting-wise, I think he's in the top three or four, mm-hmm. but his movies all stank. Yeah, they he had, was they not had, in a good James Bond movie. No, they had, they had some good sequences, but overall, they don't hold up. They put overall. Goldeneye at number seven. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I, even the Thomas Crown Affair is a better Bond movie than any of the Bond <laughs> movies that he made. Very true. So is The Matador. Um, <laughs> Spy Who Loved Me and Diamonds Are Forever, they ranked at nine and 11, and those are two of my favorites, personally. Um, I kind of like The Spy Who Loved Me. Spy Who Loved Me was the best Roger Moore one, I had think. That great, my favorite Roger Moore one is... Uh, Live and Let Die. Which they ranked number three. They really went high up there with the Roger Moore. It's got voodoo. And he runs over crocodiles or alligators. It's got the guy with yeah, the fake Yeah, you arm. liked him stepping on the crocodiles? Absolutely. On I hate their those faces? Mo- I hate those motherfuckers. Oh, just because you have a vendetta. <laughs> I have a vendetta, yeah. You have a thing against crocodiles. Because remember when that uh, Wouldn't crocodile... Wouldn't it be better if he kicked each one in the face as he ran by? Because <laughs> he skips over them like a fairy. Like, it's a really... They're the crocodiles! James Bond moment. How masculine is he going to be? <laughs> He's got to... You it's only a have really, a second he skips. to step on he one skips. of those things. He doesn't... Sean Connery would not have done such a girly run over the crocodile head. He would have said something cool like hedge up or something like that <laughs> yeah roger moore doesn't say anything he's just thankful to get over those crocodiles <laughs> or alligators Goodbye, i don't even know which crocodiles. one they were that's but, a perfectly uh, serviceable roger moore impression that i just did I but live and let die of nowhere live and let die was the beginning of the end for james bond yes it got more and more ridiculous because they got silly yeah. with that one yeah, yeah, yeah because he had that sheriff with the you know, chewing the spit and chasing him in a car, and then a, and he's chasing him in a boat. That was because of Smokey and the Bandit. They had to compete. <laughs> it's true. They did. They had to compete directly What do with people that. like? They like fat southern sheriffs. Yeah. So that was ridiculous. And uh, so that's why I would rank it lower than three. But it, but it is it is one of the better ones. <laughs> Goldfinger is in the top is, ten, I think. Goldfinger is definitely number one. Yeah, they, they got that right. That's That's where it falls apart. You Only Live Twice, I guess, is an okay number two. I'd pretty much just stick all the Sean Connery ones up top. Yeah, absolutely. And Honor Majesty's Secret Service is underrated. It is a kind of a cool one. It is. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Telly Savalas was a good 
Blofeld. Yes. And it was cool that they got him married and then killed his wife right away. <laughs> Absolutely. Shot her in the head. That yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, But then I'm, I'm really unhappy with how low they ranked The Man with the Golden Gun, because that's another Roger Moore one that I like. It's got Hervé Villachez as Nick Knack, which right. was a fun villain. He'd jump out of nowhere because he's so tiny. Christopher he'd Lee. be like in some luggage and he'd jump out. Chris really has three nipples in it. Yeah, that's which is, you know, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lee has Scaramanga, which is a good name. It is a good name. It's so from, I'd put uh, that one. Bohemian Rhapsody. I'd put that one up a little higher. And I would put all the Pierce Brosnans at the end. Wow. Well, I have a friend, uh, my friend Ken Crosby, who is a James Bond fan addict. Mm-hmm. And he, he feels like the best Bond after... Connery mm-hmm. was Timothy Dalton because he likes Bond from the books, which who is just like oh, a brutal he's a reader. He's not, yeah, yeah. Well, he he must love Daniel Craig. If you talk to him about Daniel Craig, he said it was not bad. He was very skeptical and said that it was uh, it was pretty good. No, he's a really badass. Like he, you know, even his asides and jokes aren't like they're never cute. Right, it's, they're not a lot of puns. No, no puns. Oh, that's the best. Punless. I've been waiting for that to happen. Punless. He wins a poker game. You know, there's a poker game that, like, he's supposedly so great at poker, but it's like that Mel Gibson movie Maverick, where he gets fucking lucky and gets dealt a straight flush. <laughs> like, that's not. You're not a good poker player if you win with wait, a straight wait, flush. Wait, wait. Maybe he just had, got super crazy lucky. Hold on, maybe he had a straight flush magnet in his watch. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But they didn't let us in on that part. We'll have to get the DVD extras. To <laughs> you're find supposed that to out. assume things. You're supposed to assume he's cheating? <laughs> yeah. That he's not playing fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, there's... a device that makes certain cards come to him. There's a torture sequence in this one that is extremely intense. Sold. Not since uh, Mel Gibson was tore up by Gary Busey in Lethal Weapon. Has there been a more <laughs> torturous... You talking Lethal Weapon 1? Yeah, of course. That's all I talk. <laughs> you start talking Lethal Weapon 2, I'm I'm out the door. I scream, diplomatic immunity, and then I walk away. Because <laughs> that is retarded. And that guy's yelling that, like, you can't kill me because I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> then he kills him and goes, ha ha, there's your diplomatic immunity. Because he was crazy. Yeah, he's, that character's nuts. He's crazy. He almost killed himself every night. That character was so crazy, he went on to become a racist who makes movies that aren't even in English. <laughs> People aren't going to go see Apocalypto, but they're also not mad enough about Who it. Who would ever? They're not. They should be mad, not because people should Mel boo Gibson, the trailer. They should boo the trailer, not because Mel Gibson is is just the living embodiment of hubris at this point, um, but because who would ever want to see that movie? The idea that it got made, they should be booing. Like, how dare you? That's true. No you look up the word this. hubris in the dictionary, and you'll find a definition of the word hubris. Yeah. Which, in turn, you will say, that's Mel Gibson. That's right. You have to add that, though. It's not in the dictionary. If you let your eyes go soft, then you'll see a picture of Mel Gibson <laughs> in all the words. <laughs> that's, that's what happens like to me every eye. time I let my eyes go soft. Watch out. Soft <laughs> I mean, eyes. Soft oh, eyes. Need him at a crime scene. Mel Gibson. That's from The Wire. When, I, when my eyes go soft, I see him in uh, Man Without a Face, though. Man Without a Face. <laughs> that, that could have been a James Bond movie. It could have. It could have. Why that would have We're been a great film? The school teacher with half a burned face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. laughs. So... I appreciate you did try to see Casino Royale before I did. coming I, but to But you do know what? This. It was too long. 
It is. I it's couldn't two see hours it and, and make it here on time without trailers yeah. and commercials. And I honestly thought, well, maybe I'll just watch as much as I can <laughs> and then come over here. Or you're going to try to catch some before yeah, coming but over? But then I know it would have made me mad. You would have saw the best I didn't part. See the end. And yeah. it, oh, here's the other thing, though. No girls floating around in the opening titles. Like cool, kind of animated stuff with him walking around with a gun yeah. and murdering people and blood coming out. So of what? Them. That's going to happen in the movie. Yeah. We, we want to see some girls floating yes. around. Yes. So they took that out for some Boo. reason. Boo! The ten-year-old me says no deal. He's not James Bond isn't sexist anymore. I mean, he'll he'll fuck a lady to accomplish his mission. But he's not so glib about it. He's not sexist. It. Yeah, he loves he loves each one a little bit. Right. He has a little place in his heart Aww. for all of them. That's kind of sweet. Octopussy shouldn't be eighteen just because it's the best title. Language. <laughs> I'm sorry. Eight pussy. <laughs> but the world that. is not enough with Denise Richards as a nuclear physicist. Oh. That is, that's a good call to put that one as the worst. That one. and who did the 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 theme song? Was that Madonna? No, that was Die Another Day. Yeah, world yeah, is the not theme enough song with that really bad. One. Well, that's Cheryl another Crow thing. did one. Are that's another thing. Me? They go after the Moonraker theme song, which is not good. You know, the Moonraker knows, but. It's not worse than uh, the fucking aha theme song for Living Daylights. <laughs> I don't even know that what was that awful. Sounded like and I've the Living one. Daylights. It's just like it's just like a guy singing the words Living Daylights, and then they said that's the song. But on the best, the the lamest moment in kind of a cool song was in the Spy Who Loved Me, where they just shoehorn the title into the song. Right. I'm standing above me, the spy who loved me. Yeah, it's what? a totally romantic song except for that. Have you heard Amy Mann's version cover of that song? No, what does she say? It's really good. But she just sings it straight? She sings it straight, and it's kind of uh, erotic. She can cover anything, that girl. True. That Amy Mann girl. How about that, some songs She's got a pretty Hall. voice. I liked when she covered that uh, Beatles song with Michael Penn for I Am Sam. Two of Us. The worst. I Am Sam, the worst movie. Dakota Fanning was on Oprah today, <laughs> and Oprah was like, uh, <laughs> um, I Am Sam is my favorite Dakota Fanning movie. And I was like, well, first of all, Oprah, that's the only one you've seen, clearly. <laughs> because every other Dakota Fanning movie, even Uptown Girls, is better than I Am Sam. Was it something that she that she went on record with when the movie came out? She feels like, well, I can't go back on it. That makes me a James Fry. No, no. She just she was just like, you were great with Sean Penn. The two of you were great together. I disagree, Oprah. Yeah, that was awful. And uh, But then Julia Roberts was there. who She's got more sense, I guess. Because she said my favorite Dakota Fanning movie is Man on Fire. Which is a totally reasonable choice. <laughs> also, Got Denzel Washington and way to plug people your, dying. Way to plug your current fucking movie, idiots. No, they were there to talk about Charlotte's yeah, Web. Yeah, why don't you say my favorite Dakota Fanning oh, movie yeah. is Charlotte's Web. Just shoot Web. that around. Go see it. All of them. Are, even Oprah's in it. And Moron Housewives. Oprah's the... the <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Oprah said buy the book so I bought the book <laughs> Oprah said don't like the book so I don't like the book I wish the listeners could hear the laughs on that one because like you the, got huge laughs with that I like that you pointed the microphone though, like you were fucking Steven Tyler <laughs> now you all no 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 I was just trying talk to talk about movie I was just trying to pick up some of the laughter no I got it <laughs> Oh, every episode I end up talking about something that the listeners can't see. So no wonder one of the comments that you can comment after you listen to one of these podcasts. Oh, unhandheld comedy? <laughs> one of them, one of the comments was a guy just wrote, not a fan. <laughs> I'm like, of, of movies, of me, of my guests. Very I'll succinct. take all the blame. Very it's succinct. me. It's me. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I'm going to be doing For comedy at a city near you. 
<laughs> city near you. I heard you. you're going to be in Memphis someday. I'm going to be in Memphis in January. There you go. And I'm going to be in New York plug. City. First first weekend in January, I'll be at Comics. Ooh, that's new. It's brand new. It's brand the meatpacking district I <laughs> All right. Upscale. It's upscale comedy. Oh. Yeah. For people who can afford meat. You know what that... <laughs> people who can afford to have and, their own and meat to get packed. it packed. Yes. People who oh, just be, get the meat out of the packages will sure not be wear, in attendance. I'll be sure to wear my monocle. <laughs> <laughs> and pronounce it weird. I wanted to play like a, a Leonard Maltin at the end with you where I did a James Bond movie and see if you could get it. Mm-hmm. But we've run out of time, and I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I got to pick. I got to pick one though. Yep. Yes, sir. That movie about the balloon that was uh, enduring love. Enduring love was the movie about the balloon. They don't even mention balloons Sasquatch in the title. Just told us. They don't even say enduring love. Princes balloon dudes. <laughs> I wish they did. I would see that movie in a heartbeat. Balloon dudes. I would see that movie in a heartbeat. (laughs) Balloon dudes. Have you seen Enduring Love Balloon Dudes? It's really not good, but the title has so much promise. I just like balloon dudes. I'm kind of excited about trying to get a balloon dudes project going. Balloon dudes on its own, I do not see it. Really? You don't see it like as Police Academy? (laughs) Exactly. I don't see it like Police Academy. But okay. enduring love parentheses balloon dudes absolutely. What if they went all out and they had brackets? All right, here we go. I'm going to do a James Bond movie for you for Leonard right. Maltin, and then we're going to get out of here. It was a great episode, Paul. I think so. People, think, are, going to, people are going to love listening to that. I think it was better than my last one. It's like being there when you and I are having drinks. <laughs> That's what that episode was like. <laughs> um, and I might have smoked a little. I think so. Not today though. No. No. Why are your eyes so red? Why do you have to? <laughs> because uh, I'm a bit of a detective. They're always red. You know me. Mm-hmm. I'm done with OPP. What should I say while you're looking for something? Um, anything you want. We already did your plugs. I should have. That's when we should have done that. Yeah, I'll be uh, check out my MySpace page, and you'll see my upcoming. Uh, oh yeah, that's events. a good idea. I'm going to be doing some shows with Amy Mann. Speaking of Amy Mann. Oh yeah. In uh, what? yeah. I know it's hard to People believe. Are shocked. But it's really going to happen. It's me, Amy Mann, Grantley Phillips. Um, some other special guests. Stop! You had you had me at me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Walter Gotell. What? Year. <laughs> oh. year. Thank you. In this, in James Bond movies, especially when he's just looking at a list of them, a year I'll give it away. But thanks for saying that. How about this? Right next to the year, it says British. <laughs> <laughs> Do they really count as British movies? I mean, they're kind of... I guess so. very Hollywood. Yeah, I'll say. Um, Cassandra Harris. Have they made it Pinewood Studios? Chris Cornell sings the theme song of um, Casino Royale, and it's not... The the words Casino Royale, I don't think, come up at all, or they, they do just briefly. The, the, the chorus is something else, like, you can't kill this guy. Do you know what they call Casino Royale in France? <laughs> Casino with cheese. Um, Desmond Llewellyn. <laughs> Desmond Llewellyn as M. Yeah. Right. So that doesn't tell you too much. He was in a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. It's not John. It's not a John Cleese one. Right. And there's Although no they did overlap. There's no Q in uh, Q. Q is who he was. There's no Q in. Um, I said M. That's right. Casino Royale. There's an M though. It's Judy Dench, which doesn't make any sense at all because she she was Pierce Brosnan's M, 
And now mm. suddenly this goes back, the story goes back to the very beginning, but it That's takes right. place now. Is Felix Leiter in and it? She's, yeah, played by one of my favorite actors, Jeffrey Wright. The black dude. Oh, that guy. He's great. Absolutely. All right. Jill Bennett was in this one. Mm. Julian Glover. Does that, I'll help? Does that help? Hold on a fucking second. <laughs> I, I'm going to say. When you do give guess me, give it, me please more. sing it. Give me, one, give me one more. This is going to give it away. Oh, uh, then hold on a second. Let me guess it before I get the giveaway name. What is there, two names left? There's three or four. There's three or four. There's four names left, but one of them's Roger Moore. Oh, shit. Julian. <laughs> um, Julian Glover. I just want to say this next name so badly. Okay, say it. Topol. <laughs> <laughs> the smoker's tooth polish? Yes. In a parentheses um, in front of his name, it says Heim. That actually did not help me out. Balloon dudes. Carol um, Bouquet. Was the Bond girl in that one? And here's the name that's got to give it away. It's got to. Mm -hmm. Lynn Holly Johnson. (laughs) The girl who falls down and gets blinded in ice castles and then goes on to skate and win. I'm hung up on Julian Glover because I can see him in the movie, but I can't remember. Can you see. um, Was it uh, A View to a Kill? No. Can you see Sheena Easton singing the theme song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1981? <laughs> yeah. I can see the poster. For your eyes only. That's it. Paul F. Tompkins, ladies and gentlemen. Boo. Thanks for coming. Oh, Willem Dafoe's a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room 